Yeah, uh, my last thoughts are you guys aren't real. I am now aware that I've been sitting in an empty cement room with a headset on, <laughs> experiencing my life as a virtual reality experience. And you guys are real a-holes for letting me believe that I'm really a part of this podcast. Welcome to the Games Reveal podcast brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. And I'm Tyson. And Shagwa. And we're here to unravel another game. This game is going to be Soma. Just to start it off a little bit, we're going to have a little briefing. Soma is a survival horror mind F that will leave you wondering if you are a copy in a simulation. The same devs as Frictional Games that brought you Amnesia spawned a new game where you dive into the depths of the ocean and your mind. What? What will you find at the bottom as you travel with your pocket girlfriend friend named Catherine? <laughs> pocket girlfriend sh- Catherine. Are, are you sure we're not playing Laser Suit Larry? I feel like this just just naturally comes up every podcast. Every podcast. It's like we're leading to a, na- a Leisure Suit Larry podcast. Uh, th- this is how it is, kind of, though. Like, you go through the whole thing, you kind of get more w- warm and buddy-buddy with Catherine as you get going through, and that's why I threw it in there. Oh, and let's just say, things do get hot. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we should at least start off by explaining what makes Catherine a pocket girlfriend instead of just a regular girlfriend. Oh, they'll find out. <laughs> you gotta play it. <laughs> Dive down with us as we break into Seoma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is one that I played when it first came out uh, in 2015. And this is a game that uh, you guys just recently played, and we mm-hmm. kind of played it as a group just to have fun. Um, we chose this for the Halloween time. Spooky noises inserted here. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it really is one of those, it's a mind F, it really is. Uh, delayed spooky noises, uh, taxes. <laughs> uh, I'm not afraid of those, I got mine done. <laughs> but their next years are just right around the corner. Right around the river bend. Sued. <laughs> oh, gosh. Then there's our lawsuit. Uh, so, yeah, no. Uh, what did you guys think of the game so far? Honestly, it's terrifying. These games are the bane of my existence. Uh, I do not do well under that kind of uh, survival pressure. Uh, so if I'm ever stalked by a monster I can't kill, I'll probably just let it kill me. I'll just go in for a hug. Like, have you seen my bear tippers? And it'll just <laughs> crunch me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, Tyson doesn't do very well with the being chased kind of games. No, I was screaming like a little girl. Yeah. No, it, it was, was, it was fun to play with him because the first night we played, he didn't really want to touch it. And I didn't quite understand why. And then the second night we got him playing and I immediately knew why. Just <laughs> so, <me>. so many. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it to be scared of that. Yeah. I was telling these guys if they'd just let me have a pipe in my hands, like clutched in my hands, I couldn't even swing it. If it would just show me holding a pipe, I'd probably be fine with it. <laughs> it's like, okay, I got a pipe, though. We good. I can defend myself, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need to, but... Uh, it's a magical specter pipe. Yeah. It hits things that don't have body. <laughs> the only weapon you need in this game are running shoes. Yeah, that's the truth, and that's all you've got. And your and your ninja skills, your sneaky skills. Speaking of which, why didn't someone like Puma or Adidas like sponsor that game? You know how <laughs> it's like the small touches like that that make a, a sponsorship awesome. Just uh. like they're just wearing Pumas, and at one time they they get down and they tie their Pumas. You see the logo, and that's it. That's the sponsorship. <laughs> or it's more like every like one of the me- uh, mechanics is your shoelace comes undone, and you have to untie it. You know, have to tie it back up 
Why are you getting chased? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Keep tripping over your shoes. Let's all be real though. Trying to use a time mechanic based on the limited controls in that game. That's a puzzle I would be so mad about because there's no way. It's, it's hard to open drawers in that game. Hey, all I'm saying is basketball players are impressive. Uh, football players are impressive. Uh, but the people that can survive in horror, horror games... Uh, that's even more impressive. I feel like that's going to sell a whole bunch of shoes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... <laughs> there's there's a lot of sponsorships that could have been played in this game, but I think people usually stay away from the horror genre. They misplayed, man. Misplayed hard. Think, think of those classic horror tropes where there's, like, that girl you know that's going to die, right? And you're just screaming at the TV, and you're like, run, bitch! <laughs> and then it flashes <laughs> down to her Nikes, and she just speeds off. And safe. then doesn't die. Yeah, doesn't die. Even though she coughed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. I mean, everyone knows the one that coughs dies. Yeah, and she I, survives because you know, Nikes in mm-hmm. horror movies and games, pretty much everyone dies. Yeah, just, that's true. <laughs> just survive. <laughs> All right, we're not getting paid for any of that advertisement. Um, yeah, none of that. It's free though. So for me, I don't know if I'd even you call this game a horror game. Like I, I. It was recommended by James because it's a really thought-provoking game. Um, so I was interested in that. We gave it a shot, and I can see kind of the horror elements they're going for, but they're so standard in the industry that, like, and I don't mean to be like, oh, this doesn't scare me, but I've noticed that I get way more scared by, like, the tone than I do by, like, a jump scare or the pressure of not being able to fight back. And you know what I mean? Like they, they try and cre- create that sense of fear because you can't do anything. You're helpless. And I'm just like, all right, well, I know there's mechanics that I can do. So I'll just go do those. <laughs> no, you should not be able to just hide and be fine with that shag. No, I, I'm not. Well, that's the thing is I'm no. not, I'm not fine with it. It's as a game type. It's not my favorite, but I will say the game does deliver on being very thought provoking. Yeah, so I, I really liked that I played it for that, but like, honestly, it feels more like a demo than a game because you're not really doing anything. It's like a text adventure, except I think you can do more in text adventures. Eh, <laughs> I think you're not giving this game enough credit. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair, but this is this a genre is, that I definitely don't care about at all. Well, didn't you want to play that forest one uh, where you're like a, a Firewatch guy in the forest and you got a little walkie-talkie? Yeah, I swear you wanted to I play did, that. just because like it looked like age. an interesting story, yeah. But I even, I even said when I, when I pointed that out, because I remember that, I even said normally that game type is not up my alley, but that one does look interesting. Uh, it, see, my favorite... One of my favorite games is, like, FPSs and stories. I love those types of things. Uh, but I like about any type of game. If you bring a good story, and you, I, I can get past the controls. And this is one of those games where uh, the survival horror part, I love horror, but I don't know if I like running away from things, because Outlast, I could never get through it that far. Yeah. And uh, Amnesia's, I couldn't get that far. But they didn't give me something. They didn't claw. The story didn't claw itself into me, where this one, I like sci-fi a lot, and it... And it brought up enough questions early on that I wanted to answer. Yeah. That's why I kept on playing, because I wanted to answer those, and then I just got stuck in my mind just thinking about the whole thing. Yeah, the amnesia's always seemed more like it wasn't like a mystery. I don't know. like, And I, and I know there was, but it just seemed like you were just put in this spot where you're like, good luck, and all you're doing is trying to escape. These if, guys are literally yeah. just trying to survive. 
uh, save, you know, their lives, their humanity, and, and prolong that. And it's really incredible story in this one. So awesome job. And honestly, hopefully they took a little bit of what they learned in Soma to bring into the new Amnesia. It comes out this month, right? Yeah, it comes out next week, actually. Holy I mean, shit. if you're listening to this, right when it comes out, it comes out next week. But. Man, look yeah. <laughs> you guys know and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we looked into it yesterday because we were really curious about it. <laughs> yeah, for some, uh, we were thinking it was Tacoma, the guys that made Tacoma, right, that yeah. uh, made it? I don't even know why I thought that, but that's what I thought. And I was getting that mixed up because it's gone home people that made Tacoma. Yeah. But for some, the, it seems like the art is similar, at least for what happens in my mind. Yeah. No, it's, it seems similar. Um, should we dive into our talking points? Because I'm pretty excited for this. Oh, Yeah. So first up is uh, talking about the WoW. So the WoW is just the computer that, uh, and I'm kind of drawing a blank, but who created that computer? Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So it was developed um, by a joint effort by a multiple, you know, the Carthage um, Industries, which was employees like Dr. Ross, Mark Sarang, and uh, Julia Dahl. That's right. No, no. Yeah. So they and they injected it with that gel and it started corrupting. It started like growing that fleshy sack. And that's kind of what started, I guess, the whole thing of where we're at in Soma, like what we're dealing with in Soma, not necessarily the events that brought us to the ending of Soma or anything, you know, that kept us stuck down there. But it really is that wow that started this whole we, story. It's yeah, it's the. It really comes down to the researchers and them playing too much with the WoW that really preserved and what created the story. If you didn't have the WoW in this, I don't think any of this would have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't even be possible. No. I think they'd just be stuck down there uh, dying. Yeah, one <laughs> of the things I found interesting when reading about the WoW was that they specifically mentioned that it was biomechanically engineered. Yeah. Yep. So even before the introduction of the gel, this is a an organic machine, basically. Um an AI type machine is what they kind of, I didn't, it's like, they don't say that anywhere when you're reading yeah, about it's it, but not it's not a true AI. Implied. It's designed to manage systems and do uh, major operational pieces, but it doesn't have a personality. It doesn't have true cognitive capabilities until the structure gel corruption. Technically, even I after guess. that, it started to get those, but it didn't understand its objective. Cause even after it had that structure gel, it's like, okay, preserve humanity. That's yeah. my objective. Yeah. And, and as we learned, uh, that doesn't uh, necessarily translate because if you really think about it from a, an AI's point of view or even a, let's just call it a computer that gained sentience over its own malfunction, what does that mean to it? It's never been a human. It doesn't know what that feels like, what humanity actually needs. Yeah. So it's really very in, uh, uh interesting what's going on with that wow and just how jacked up that structure gel is i kind of want to inject it into my thighs you know <laughs> well you did you stated it right too and you pointed out that like that basically like that's what you're locked in with down there like you start this game off being stuck where you're at and with this rogue ai system that is pres- preserving humanity i'm doing air quotes preserving humanity <laughs> <laughs> it, that, and how they preserve humanity is it's just how it preserves it, that is, is just so messed up in some ways because, you know, it starts embedding people into uh, that one machine. They're uh, mockingbirds. Oh, yeah, that's what they're called is mockingbirds. Mockingbird. No, I liked it because it's like the sound for the mockingbird now. You have to play that every time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> mockingbird. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, that's going to be grating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the mock is so, like, as it, the WoW is trying to preserve humanity, it's, cr- it's infecting um, creatures, it's infecting humans, it's implanting parts of humanity and humans and their conscious into, like, uh, the mockingbirds. It's mm-hmm. just really weird how the WoW thinks it needs to preserve humanity and how you run across that throughout the game where they're just suffering. Oh, yeah. Like, they pretty much captured the last of their, the end of their life, and they're just sitting there suffering, those mockingbirds. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess for those that, well, if there's anybody listening that hasn't paid or, uh, played this game, uh, there's been a world-ending event that's happened. We'll get more into that later, but uh, if you played it, you know what's going on, and that's why you're kind of stuck down here with this crazy-ass AI. But those Mockingbirds were some of the most interesting portions of the game, especially running across, I forget the dude's name, but he's he's early on, he's a robot that's uh, getting electrified. Yeah, I can't and remember he, his name, but I know who you're talking about. I want to say it's like Phil. It's like one of those P names. P. But... Uh, <laughs> No, so and he's getting electrocuted, and part yeah. of the puzzle is like turning off the electricity. And I think at one point you uh, converse with him, and he like refuses to accept that he's in a robot body and that he doesn't exist. And uh, and I think you can. I think Shag turned the electricity back on and walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there freaking dying. Well, you pointed out the AI is doing a couple of different things to try and preserve humanity. That's one of them. The other yeah. one is that it's imitating people's per- personalities uh, where it's not truly uploaded. Yeah. And then there's ones like that where they've been uploaded, but they're in a loop. But as soon as, and this is an interesting thing that continues throughout the game, is as soon as they're confronted with the reality that they're a simu- like they're a copy of their own they almost always fail it's one of the interesting things about this game is like i don't know there might be maybe one case where you bring that up and and the thing deals with it and is fine but it's like it almost always ends in a catastrophic catastrophic failure of that human machine hybrid but even creepier for me was the times where you just found humans that were not allowed to die they were being sustained mechanic or biomechanically by the ai and just incorporated into and they were breathing. So in the machine's mind, you know, they, they've preserved. Yep. And the one that you run into, it's weird because they can't quite, they're complaining because they can't die, but then they're saying they don't want to die. And they're basically asking you to resolve the situation, which really boils down to like you unplug her and she dies. There's two options. Or you don't unplug her and she continues in this existence where she's complaining about not being able to die and suffering endlessly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to unplug part of the life support with her. And so, yeah, you or you can plug, unplug both or. Yeah, that's true. You unplug can do one. both. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did both. You did both. And you did one initially. I think it was the right, right call. Cause she yeah. looked like she was suffering. Yeah. And then like the, uh, the wow created artificial lungs. And then I think was injecting her with enough, um, structure gel or something I, not, I don't even know about structure gel. i don't maybe it has some nutrients for humans but it was maybe. able to find some nutrients because she wouldn't have been able to survive there without um obviously some nutrients yeah uh, it looked like it ran her blood out of her system and through some type oops sorry some type of thing and back into her again so yeah there were a lot of different wires one could be yeah. pushing nutrients in one could be like making sure the blood is staying clean and healthy treating any infections and bacteria it's just weird it's, yeah. I was like, this you is will a wild, <laughs> this is a wild yeah. thing to roll up on. It does not want to let any humans die. Which, I mean, in the end, I would say the WoW did its job in a lot of ways, and it was it was a good AI. 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> good boy. Good boy. honestly, it did what it you know did what it could. It yeah, I, I'll be honest. If it, I if I woke up in a in a machine body, I'd probably be pretty pumped. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a uh, one of those things you think about and like with the wow and I kind of come to the conclusion it's it's more of a it tried to do its best and it really wasn't there wasn't anything too maligned with it and yeah. so you know I mean obviously preserving people past when they want to die some of them is malicious but how it was trying to keep them alive it just didn't know better I will say yeah, because because uh, once uh, I think it was Acres or something. Acres, uh, one of the characters, like uh, got injected and went crazy and just started killing everyone. And yeah. I swear it was the Wow that allowed it all to happen, or, or the Wow was controlling him, or something like that. I read it in the wiki. I'd have to look at the back Wow up. did get more corrupted so, as you go along, yeah. and it there initially I think it experimented good. too. I think in the beginning too, it was trying its best, and as and as you go through the game, you'll notice like the mockingbirds get better. I feel like. And so I have a, f- I just feel like at one point at the beginning, it tried and failed, tried and failed, and it slowly succeeded more and more until it created, I think, like the super creatures that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. They definitely do get better. But uh, yeah, so it created the artificial reality that allowed the, the members of the staff to, you know, try and make the arc, uh, which is uh, how they decided to save humanity in their own minds, which... Again, we'll get to. So the wow is at the center of of all of it, and it's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'll say it. It did a good. It tried its best, but that's like the employee that burned the factory down. It's like should have fired him a long time ago. <laughs> that was my stapler. That's my stapler. Yeah. So I guess maybe I will uh, change my mind on that a little bit. Where it's, it tried its best, and then towards the end, it went into that malicious kind of AI where it's like, to preserve it, I need to kill some of them. Yeah. Because there are times where you have, like, at one point, you find a bunch of the crewmen dead because he, ex- the, or he, the WoW, exploded the black chip, the, not the black chips, the, uh, the black boxes in their heads. Oh, yeah, the black boxes. The that's what was killing people. That's what, where they were getting, um, there, some people's heads exploded. I don't know if that's necessarily would have happened, but uh, they had ringing in the ears, stuff like that. But at one point, I think they were going to do something that the WoW didn't want them to do. So they over. I think the WoW was trying not to kill them, but ended up killing them. So yeah, tried its best. Terrible job. Did a, did a horrible <laughs> job. Blood all over the place, and there was no robots to clean it up. Listen, man, it was just sitting there going like, listen, everyone surviving is not a realistic scenario, and you guys wanted me to be realistic, so... Yeah. <laughs> you guys weren't going to make it out alive anyways. Yeah. I was just trying to help. Yeah. Just bloody mess everywhere. So, in the end, they want to upload, right? They want to upload into this arc, because where else are they going to go? Nowhere else to go. They want to upload. Question is, would you guys do the same? And that kind of brings into one of my... The one of the things that, while I was playing this game, I thought about the most was, and I think most people do kind of have this idea of what would you do if you could upload your conscience or your brain or who you are into a machine or into, like, a data store and and then be inserted into, like, a robotic body or into a simulation? Because that's, I guess that's actually how it would have to be, right? Yeah. Um, you couldn't just, it, you'd have to either have the same perceived, 
it's just your conscience would go crazy. You'd go literally crazy, I think, if you weren't put into either a simulation where you saw the world at least somewhat normal or you were put into a body, like a robotic body, where you could see the world. Yeah. Because if you're put into almost anything else and you're used to that situation, I, oh, my gosh. Just, <laughs> just starting this whole point is <laughs> making... You now live in a hard drive. I wait, hope you like wait. spinning. So would you do it? <laughs> w- would you do it? I'm not even in a solid state. I would. Um, I go back and forth because there's also another uh, point. Like, would I? You know, I mean, we're gonna get into. We'll have to get into this a little bit further down yeah. too, because this is gonna be a long topic. I would do it based on what I like, as long as I knew what was going to happen to my uploaded uh, personality or if I had control over it. So you're not going to be an early adopter on the uh, brain on upload the technology. <laughs> well, it's kind of what happened to the guy, the the main guy in this was he was kind of like an early adopter almost. They just, I don't know why they brain scanned him. I don't remember if they even explained that, but. Uh, he got in a car accident. Yeah, he got in a car accident that killed his girlfriend. And yeah. um, they only gave him months to live. And then there was a doctor that wanted to try some stuff and said it would prolong his life by uh, years, and that ended up failing. And uh, so Simon said, uh, just keep it for whatever you want. Like, use my brain scans for anything you want. And uh, uh, that eventually got him to where he was. It ended up going down to the research facility, Athos 2, which is by Portugal. Yep. That's okay. Oh, and I think it was Dr. Ross uh, that was the one that initiated that contact and the treatment and stuff. And so that's why it was in the possession of the Pathos oh. 2 because it was Dr. Ross, uh, part of his program. And that was all taken down. See, and this is like when I played well. through the first time, I missed some of this. So I was like, I know that there's gaps and they're probably filled, but uh, yeah, well, there's I just, read things too. I read the stuff, but yeah. I, I think I missed some of it. Yeah. And it's easy to miss, too, because it's a terrifying game. <laughs> it <laughs> is terrifying. It's also just you don't want to spend hours upon hours looking yeah. for the extra stuff. No, because uh, when you're getting chased by a freaking uh, mockingbird, uh, you hate your life. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not, not an issue for me. Okay. I play the game. If you have a good hiding spot, it's, like, annoying at best. <laughs> 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 yeah, and once you know the mechanics of how the creatures work, it's not as bad. But to get back to the question, next we're going to ask Tyson, would you upload your brain or personality? I don't think I'd do it. I don't know. I don't have any reason to be kicking around here forever. I, I, Me and uh, Shag were talking about this uh, earlier. Um, I totally see the value of it uh, for the geniuses out there. Like me, I'm mediocre at best at basically everything like I do all right but there's no reason to keep a mediocre schmuck like me around forever but like people like uh just all the greats like any of the greats keep them around and have them all just strategize in the good place you know eating milkshakes and getting mush brain I drink your milkshake (laughs) obviously the Clintons as milkshake we would do uh me of course you know the Clintons (laughs) You know, all the greats. All the greats, yeah. Wow. That way people wow, can still get suicided wow, wow. later. <laughs> get suicided. I love it. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't think it's me living. Because eventually I think that upload is eventually going to make a, a decision that I wouldn't make in that situation. And at that point, I think that's where it branches from being me to being something else. 
And so was it ever me to begin with yeah. if eventually it was going to make that decision? Would, I think once that upload happens and that existence is, you know, happening at the same time for however long, milliseconds even, uh, you you stop being that copy and that's its own life. Uh, they, they address this in the game. It's called the coin flip theory. That, oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's, it's kind that. of deep. It's like in the data logs and stuff, but. Um, we can get into that because that does play into how no. I would answer the question. How, yeah, you answer it next and answer it with Ooh. your statement. So here's the thing about <laughs> there's I'm bad at philosophy just adds up. So I'm going to screw some things up here. But there's like this union type philosophy or Jung, however you say his name, type philosophy where you have like your shadow self, which is the self that you hope to be the, the one that you're um, building your traits up towards kind of the penultimate version of you. And your choices that come up in life are basically like messages that this future self has sent in the past to you to, to make the choices on the path to get where you need to go. You have this weird thing where you can create multiple versions of yourself, which according to me for the split second, exactly when the copy is made, it's you, but literally the millisecond after that it's its own being because especially in the scenario where you and the copy both live, you're not making the choices for the copy. The copy is making its choices and whether or not it makes the exact same choices as you, which I think is actually supremely unlikely, doesn't matter. It is, it's a new being at that point. So you get to play with this weird kind of physical version of philosophy where you could make so many copies of yourself that you could potentially ha live out every version of your existence that you could possibly live. So one of those is going to be your best self. And like, why would you deny one of your existence is the opportunity to be that guy. But then Tyson pointed out in the car, he's like, you could also have your worst self. And I'm like, yeah, but like in, in infinity, there's room for that. So, yeah, <laughs> but what if he's one of the first ones out of there? So then you're dealing well, with my nemesis. point being like, there's two, two points from this. One is that what I copy myself or upload. Sure. I don't really see an issue with it, but it's not me. It's, I don't consider this to be the same thing as like transferring my consciousness into another being to me. Like it's, you effectively give something your memories and your pa decision patterns up to that point in your life. But from that copy moment over, it's its own being making its own decisions. I got the answer to this. There's two things. It's you either clone yourself because it's a way of cloning. That's really what it is. You're cloning yourself. A clone then will make different decisions based on its environment as a big part of why of the divergence would be environment. Right. Then the other one is transference. Transferring and cloning, those are the two things, and I think we kind of solved this. So uh, I would like to change the question a little bit again. Would you transfer or would you clone? Or does it matter? Would you do one or the other? Would you do either one, Tyson? Because still, I still don't see it as a transfer. I don't see how it could be a transfer. It, it would, You literally wouldn't notice anything Just different. Just suspension of disbelief, like if, yeah. if that were a pliable logical thing no it, that's so the, the would, difference is so what so then my consciousness or my life being would be snuffed out the minute it's put into something yeah. else yes <sighs> you, you would be they the new thing it'd just be a new body yeah is, that's it, tricky yeah well and that's that, and that's one of the things in here that that's why the crew members uh were killing themselves because they wanted to not do that coin flip per se they wanted well, that, to that was their solution to the coin flip theory yeah. was that basically to make sure because there's a 50 50 chance that the copy is your like actually you or there's a 50 percent ch chance that it's a copy kind of a schrodinger situation like the copy is you and the copy isn't you until you know which one it is 
But their solution to it was to commit suicide immediately as quickly as possible after copying themselves to 100% guarantee the coin flip always comes up heads. Yeah. The copy is them. But, like, really, that's just a, a, a lazy way to deal and cope with the fact that, like, the thing that you encounter might not be you. And they weren't happy with it either. The doctor was not happy when people would kill themselves mm-hmm. that well, way. Well, and it's not a true transference because, yeah. now, what if they wanted to truly transfer it right after the brain scan, they would inject them, or during the brain scan, they would inject them, and then by the time it was complete, it would just, they'd pass out. They would pass away. Mm. That'd be, like, I think as close to a transference or a transferring of a personality as you could um, else, even if it's a minute afterwards, it's still going to be considered cloning in my eyes and that yep. your person is going to die. And that is the divergence. Like you die at that point. You don't get transferred per se. Unless you have if, a special brand of hair from the movie Avatar and then like transference becomes way more possible. <laughs> oh, I got that hair. It's just growing a little lower than uh, where theirs is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, if it was a true, if it was a true transference, and there was, it, I man, that's a tough one. I don't know. I'm, I'm attached one. to my that's body. Why this I like game this. Is so interesting. I like this uh, fat <laughs> gut that I've kind of, you know, acquired over the time. I put some hard work into this. You know how many lacky taffies this took? Well, oh, I mean, at least twenty pounds this week. At least this week, <laughs> if not twenty-five. So I don't know. That's a tough one. Eh, I probably would if it was a true transference. I like I said, I'd be cool being the a robot. The truest transference would be maybe even. Tr- Taking your brain, this is like a Fallout almost question. Taking your brain and putting it into a machine. Because in, in Fallout universe, I do that. that's I do that. literally what they do with some of the humans yeah. and some of the experiments. Mm-hmm. And in one of the DLC oh, in Fallout New Man Vegas, <laughs> in, in Fallout New Vegas, we'll probably get to that one day. Yeah. Uh, they literally, they have, there's, no, is, is it New Vegas? Yes, yeah, New I Vegas. So. Yeah. That has a DLC where you go to an area that's re, like scientists that are just like, Brains in a jar, oh, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I actually played that one in New Vegas. Which that's, is also an old school um, Star Trek episode as well. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I Holy guess cow. Soma is the I would do that. accumulation of some of those ideas. Because even that Fallout one, um, I think, built its ideas off of past um, sci fi and stuff like that, right? And I think Soma even took from that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do it in that situation because that's my brain. Like, that is actually my brain. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Put me in a cyber robot, send me over to Russia to bomb the terrorists. Not the Russian terrorists, you know, just the terrorists that are in Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Because in that world, Russia's getting invaded by the Taliban. Oh, okay. I'm there for you, Putin. Well, I'm super curious about your answer to this one because... Like, basically what we were trying to describe before was a true transference, which that effectively is the same thing. Like, if think about it in terms of they came up with a fluid that could just maintain your brain forever. So you would move your brain and let that live forever because it's your brain. But even if the transference was a true transference of, like, not just your brain, but you could use the word soul or whatever. They, they transfer that into the digital spectrum and put you in the same robot body that they would have put your brain in. All of a sudden not there's the hesitation. Same. Because to me, it's not because the there's same. nothing organic. Is that what the issue is? Yeah, that because be because what's happening there is a total digital reconstruction. There's nothing in it except for ones and zeros at the end of the day that puts you 
into that body. You're put into a memory chip. And so that is ones and zeros. You are ones and zeros at that point. Just, and you are thinking that you're that person, but how does it truly get you there? Your just, brain, Just that's to make you. a theory, just to make, just to throw this out there, right? If you break down past the ones and zeros, you get copper, gold, and electricity running across those wires, right? To send the signals and carry the information, which your brain doesn't necessarily have the copper and gold, but works literally the same way. Who's to say there's not zeros and ones in between the space between like our actual consciousness and the way our biology works? Uh, me right now, because I'm not going zero zero one zero one 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 just to breathe. But okay, but you, but, but you, you do, and you want to make your computer. I know, I know, I know. I get that these are valid points, but I refuse. Yeah, to it's see it's them. a well, slippery slope for sure. I think it just doesn't work unless um, your environment is probably a big part of it. So if you don't have an environment that you're somewhat used to, at 3D, you, you see it kind of like this. I don't. think think the transferring or the cloning into like a digital space is going to work at all. It has to transfer or because once you're in storage, you won't even know you're there. The processes aren't running. There's yeah. not like, because even with us you're as humans, napping, we have yeah. sub processes yeah. in our brain that are always going off. Um, why that we, we don't just, have to think to breathe. Exactly. <sighs> Hold on. I got to, I got to <laughs> breathe. I, now. I inhale after every <laughs> sentence I say, <gasps> and then I breathe out through my nose. And so in the end, in the transferring or the cloning, it, 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 you really do need that arc that's in there that we're going to talk about, I think, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. that's the truth. And so. And just to kind of kick, I, just for funsies, I got to kick the wall down of this whole thing, right? Technically, if you just had a metal body, you would already be making different decisions than you would now. So is that a new you? Yeah. Like, literally, you just have, like, an exoskeleton. All of a sudden, so it's different. Boy, it's Tyson, Tyson 5.0. Boy, the minute I got to start using lube for anything other than what you use lube for. <laughs> Grief. Oh God. That's the minute I'm a different person. <laughs> okay. I'm not uh, looking to oil the joints. You're going to have, you would, you'd still obviously be the same person, the same personality. You'd make different changes, uh, choices based on your body. Now let's, uh, let's listen to a word from our sponsors. All right. So... I just, uh, again, I don't know if I'd upload my brain. I feel like uh, I'd have to have a real, real good reason for it. So, but some of the things that I did like in this, other than uploading your goddamn brains, is what you're dealing with in this environment. And there are fish, and I am a little terrified of underwater, but the monsters that they bring to this freaking game are goddamn terrifying. And there's one in particular that I want to talk about called the Jiang Shi, or at least that's what, it might be a nickname for that monster or something, but uh, it's a it's an ancient Chinese lore that that thing is like a, a hopping vampire or zombie. And this particular mockingbird kind of teleports. And there's different theories on to what, like what it, why it teleports or like how it's teleporting. Because it could just be the fact that, again, and spoiler alert, this is a big one, you're a robot the whole time. And it is it is told to you early on, uh, semi-early on, right? Yeah. In the game. A little before the midpoint. But I, yeah. If you miss enough, I don't think I found out until halfway through. Oh, which shit. Which is pretty far. Because yeah, I, I, I didn't look in the mirror, 
And I didn't quite listen, I guess, to what's her face, Catherine, talk about <laughs> oh, it fudge. at some point. So I think I was like suspicious, but I don't know if I found out until halfway through. Yeah, because it's first person. You just kind of see yourself running, and it's underwater, so you're in a diving suit. You're like, definitely why wouldn't you be in a diving heavy suit? breathing with your fear and stuff. <gasps> yeah, so it's like I must exist. Um, so yeah, you are a robot, and so the theory kind of behind this Jiangxi is that, uh, or this this mockingbird. Is, is it a mockingbird though? Because it's, it's like, uh, mockingbirds are the, like, the robotic uh, creatures. The robotic ones that have a conscience put into them. Jiangxi is uh, this humanoid who has, I think, the WoW essentially modified its head and potentially even put in um, organic lights into its head. Yeah, but if it, if it gets a consciousness, it's a, it's a person. It's a it's a mocking it's a mockingbird. Is that yeah, what? Yeah. If, okay. it, if it get if it gets a brain scan, I think I missed which, that. Which uh, the construct even at the very beginning is uh, thought to be a, a mockingbird because you can see its reflection oh. in the uh, it's like the opening game trailer art or something like it's looking at itself. Yeah. A, a brown haired woman. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah, it makes... so but it might not be. Maybe I maybe it didn't get a consciousness. And so th- that's interesting because the, the mockingbird obviously. It, just by that name says it's only a portion of its former self. That's why yeah. it's mocking its former self. It doesn't have its whole conscience there. Mm-hmm. And so, and yeah. the and the construct one even like you, it can be heard screaming or saying words like just oh, super yeah. jacked up. <laughs> it's like mangled. Like what's that horror game where they're screaming for help? Uh, every horror game. Yeah, but it's like uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> run, bitch, run. No, <laughs> Leon, uh, uh, help. It's, it's one of the ones that you talked about. That uh, it's like one of the monsters, and as as they scream, it's like them saying "kill me" backwards or Uh-oh. "help me" backwards. Or there's something there's like Half Life does that. That's, that's probably right. I that's think what, that's it what it is. It is yeah, Half-Life, if you yeah. uh, play the zombies, they're scream. They they uh, did the reverse, you know, on the audio, and so if you play it reversed, it's. Help me, help me, kill me, kind of stuff. And it's just because yeah. they're the way we'll get into the Half Life universe. It's much more jacked than you ever realized with those zombies. That's like the worst zombie you'd want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminds me of that, of how like that could be. It's like them screaming for it, help, but you can't understand it because it be, yeah. it's like backwards. With oh man, and yeah, and they're creepy in this game too. They're way creepy. Oh yeah, super creepy. I, I actually the I, when I found more out about um this specific creature uh, or monster it it freaked me out more and more but i loved it oh, loved yeah. it and the so, lore behind it's mm. oh yeah it's great <laughs> and they and they and so they theorize that it it can teleport because again i bring up that you're a robot because it does kind of send off that electromagnetic frequency and that kind of what knocks you out i guess mm-hmm. um and so that's how it can look like it's teleporting because it's it's messing with your shit and so you're seeing things in such a fragmented way that it's it's probably just walking along but in your vision you are lagging like things are lagging yeah, yeah. and so that's kind of where it gets that teleporting uh, thing so again not a Jiangxi but like uh, like definitely inspired or, or maybe nicknamed that for, for what it's doing um, but super scary because in that environment uh, what you find is bones and mm-hmm. not all bones you're not finding femurs and you know um, vertebrae and stuff yeah. like well maybe vertebrae because there's rib cages in there but you're just finding skulls and rib cages and so that's kind of where it gets its nickname still is because that, that Jiangxi eats its victims or consumes portions of its victims. And so here we have portions still left over, but other uh, corpses you find aren't decayed or anything like that. You find them and they're in semi-okay condition. But in this thing's area, things are getting consumed for something. 
but parts are getting left over. So freaking terrifying that that made its way into the game. Out of all of the monsters in this game, I think that one, to me, is the scariest. It's it's the one that, you know, if humanity survived, that one could, like, if the WoW survived, it could keep on creating those. Yeah. And we'd have a very different world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my theory on those things, too, the Jiangxi and um, the other ones as well that have that growth coming out of them, is that those are, like, metaphysical version like, of the corruption. Because, like, the WoW is corrupted, but it's still trying to do its task, but sometimes the corruption kind of is a detriment to that task. So these things, to me, seem like corrupted manifestations of what the WoW was trying to preserve with humanity. So they're, like, the early experiments that not only failed, but were, like, influenced by whatever is causing the WoW to go out of control in the first place. And maybe some evolution in there, too, you Mm -hmm. know? Maybe uh, there was evolved a little bit as it was trying to preserve that that human well and like you said it got better like the first ones it made were pretty mediocre and then as time goes on the enemies that you face are a little more refined well, and i feel like this one's towards the end where it starts to get more on the malicious side almost mm-hmm. where it's creating much more efficient dang- killers if well efficient like i don't even know if they're designed to kill that it's just what they do yeah like because there's the modified fish the angler fish and then the uh the viper <sighs> fish that yeah. it makes, and there's even a picture in uh, in Notion of the anglerfish, and it's uh, the one with the light, you know, that attracts things yeah. with its light floating off its head, but there's a human face in in, oh, in the blowfish on the side of a where where its face sure yep. is. Well, it has a whole fa- human face. Yeah, it just has the face just stuck to the side of it. Yeah. Oh, and the and fin is a, is a hand, is yeah. a human hand. Oh, that's and so it's gross. bigger than normal. Yeah, it's real big. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, so it's getting good at creating these like man killers, mm-hmm. man. It's nuts. So this gets into a couple of things. So we talked about how the WoW has tried a lot of things and failed at a lot of things before coming up with what seems to be the working systems that it, it meets as the criteria for preserving humanity. Yeah. I think initially it was trying a lot of things like um, copying personalities and that didn't work. There was somewhere that it would upload personalities into robots and then severely limit their freedom. So they're basically like worker drones. Those are like actually like Philip yeah. is like a worker drone. <laughs> um, and I think these were early versions of, of the system trying to adapt to its mission. Um, but later on you get into things like, and this kind of leads into the arc that you mentioned earlier. Um, where the Ark is something that was created by the researchers ahead of time. I think ultimately they were planning on uploading all of their uh, research subjects into the Ark. But what you discover as you play through the game is that that process has issues with it. One of the ones we mentioned is that people would commit suicide after being copied. And they mm-hmm. were trying to prevent that. Basically trying to perfect the system before they upload everyone into the Ark. And I think that the robot, the AI system, has also kind of created its version of that, which uses the real tangible world around you as the arc. And then it tries to fuck with your parameters so that that becomes acceptable to you. Because as we talked about even earlier, like once people are confronted with the reality that they're not human anymore, they're like a copier, they're a robot. It tends to like even as a robot, the, the system tends to corrupt and the robot like ceases to function. Yeah, and so it's it's in the AI's best interest as well to make all that stuff work. So you kind of get this sense of like the existence that the robot's going for, as well as the <laughs> one that the researchers have created. These two different paradises, so to speak, they're both matrixes, and even the researchers on some of their end, you see issues where they were basically having to like. There's a part where you have to turn, wake a guy up, wake up one of his consciousness copies. And he keeps freaking out. You have to correct the scenario until he it's believable for him. 
And so that to me was really interesting in the overall arc concept because like you have to make the parameters right. Is that really a paradise or like it's a fool's paradise? Yeah. This dude loses his mind every time you reboot him. And your character has a hard time with that because he almost views it as killing that guy multiple times, which based on what we've talked about as well is kind of true because those things are their own sentient beings. So like every time you hit reset, a new choices and pathway system opens up. So it's a new being. Are you technically murdering that dude every time you hit reset? Like there's a lot of weird stuff that comes into question with the whole uploading your brain, having this AI paradise, whatever you want to call it, arc place. And like just the whole concept of like, is this a simulation? Do we live in the matrix? And and I feel like you know a little bit more about the arc itself, but like I just thought the parallels were really interesting. It's a simulation inside a simulation inside it's another a- simulation. <laughs> Mind fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, I would... Just to comment on that a little bit, uh, you just unpacked a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's how I roll, man. <laughs> and I would say, depending on the lifespan and the experiences, I would say it's not murder if you just kill them right away after bringing them in. Uh, they just didn't. It didn't have anything really different than the original to, I think, involve it as being a murder. In my in my opinion. Now, if it would would have gone off and really made some decisions beyond what it, that initial one, it would maybe become more of a murder. So it sounds like James is pro choice after. 12, nine months. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, well, that's Let's interesting, too, that. because, <laughs> because if we're talking, like, purely mechanical with your information as data, like, that's not a biological thing. So can you even classify it as murder at that point? But then again, other than sentient humans, these AI robots are the only other sentient thing that has existed in the galaxy that we're aware of. And I was going to say... So is killing a consciousness still count as murder? Well, in the, in the ancient proverb... Uh, if a tree falls in the wood, doesn't make sound. And if there ain't no judge and there ain't no jury, is it really a murder? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, if you can get away with it, it's not murder, right? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you so swipe a little dirt over it. And you're the good. copy still exists. It can still initiate and start your uh, personality up again. You're just terminating it just right after. I don't, and that's where I'm kind of, it's a little different than like the pro-life, pro-choice kind of thing. I know, I'm just teasing. I, I get you on that, but that that's a, I think that actually goes into it deeply. That's a solid point. It really is a solid point where that one is a little different. We're not, I, we don't need to get too political on here, but it does, is involved in there. Like at what point, you know, is that, and we're not going to go into that, but oh, <laughs> I we're getting wanna, into it right now. I'm just teasing. <laughs> but I don't even want to get into that's, that. That's where I kind of think it's a little different is that conscience never, like, hadn't existed yet. There is no way to, I guess, it's just a little different in my opinion. You know, they're started over again and stuff like that. But if you store your conscience and it hasn't had enough time to make enough significant choices and you could just restart back from a save point almost... I don't. I would say it's not murder, and I'd say every time you play a game now that has a saving mechanic, you're aborting your character every time you reload. I'm just yeah, gonna that's say the way that I've always looked at it. The video <laughs> games, video games with save points, ba- basically follow Jung's philosophy because you just restart and then play as a better version of yourself. Oh, by yeah, the time, that's true. By the time you finish the game, how many yous died along the way? But you only <gasps> consider the Future you man. that got there. 
to be like the you. Yeah, and I beat that. That was me. I nailed this game. And then every time you reload a save, that old Geralt still lives, and oh, he's gosh. still trying to solve the quest. But now he's doing it in a wholly different way. Yeah, and, and not now all of a sudden, by Neckers. And now all of a sudden, Novigrad lost and Radovid won. But now, who did that? Which Geralt fought that one? Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's no, that brain is fragmenting. <laughs> that's really, uh, I think, a good point though. With the way that this cloning and transferring goes, is uh, if it was a video game, you'd be. And I guess that the multi, like the multi-universe uh, uh, dimension kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, kind of plays into this too. You know, there's technically could be multiple of you, and every time you make a choice, like hitting the microphone. It diverges and you go down a different. Yeah, exactly. Well, then you get into the real crazy. Like when you're talking pure physics, it's like when you're talking infinity, not just possible, but there is. Like that's what infinity means is there is that somewhere. Yeah. Everyone's right in some universe. Oh, so you're saying I'm always correct. I like this. (laughs) As long as it follows the basic tenets of (laughs) physics, apparently they can all exist. I even wonder if infinity means that there's universes that don't follow the rules of the physics. Because, like, how, like, what does infinity mean? Technically, it could, yeah, I mean, it could. Maybe, maybe we breathe gravity and, uh, pee water. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Maybe, maybe our water is some other world's pee. (laughs) That's impossible. Oh, they drink the urine that we pee and then they make the pure water. Trust me, it's all linked, man. Multiple dimensions. I am you and you are me. And what all we've been talking about this whole time is basically one of our main talking points here, which is like, what does it even mean to be human? Definitely a fleshy sack, but realistically... Yeah, per Tyson, if you don't have at least some fleshy sack left, you're not, like, he's not willing to do that experiment. I mean, we can staple an arm to the, the hard drive. Oh, then we're good. I'm human. I am human. <laughs> what is my purpose? As long as you can get the you arm You open disc tray. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I got way too many reasons. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... No, I think what it means to be human, it comes to a couple of things. One, um, you have a personality, you you have a conscience, like you can think, you can critically think, which I guess that leaves out some people in, human, in the human race. I'm out. <laughs> and then um, feel. I think feeling, like those kind of uh, points are kind of what makes up the human existence. If you can't make up the human existence, then you become something else. So if you're trying to, because some people kind of want to get rid of some of those points, even some people like in the, you know, monks and stuff want to transcend that. But then you become a machine. Yeah. So they're essentially becoming, you know, the deus ex machina kind of thing. Yeah, it's one of those interesting arguments because people will say like, well, if you copy you yourself into an AI from a hard drive, it's still you because it would make all the decisions that you make. But it's like, here's the thing, though, is if, if you built in the parameters that it will use my... Uh, decision patterns up to that point and continually make dis- the same decisions I would make. Really, all that is is a logic machine. It's not even an AI. Yeah. And AI thinks for itself. So to me, like a copy of yourself, it's yourself because it's so similar, but it's not like actually yourself. It's a, it's its own thing. It's its own and thing. And then but you have the thing I, that I wanted to kind of mention with what you were saying with the being human. It's like when you use the word human, it's to me, it's kind of obvious. Like you say, it requires a flesh sack. It requires all all the things that James just said. But that's to be human. What does it mean to be me? See, that's where I start thinking you can move me around across different oh, yeah. mediums and bodies and consciousnesses. I don't know that me, part of, part of what has made me me up until now has been this human meat suit. But I'm going to carry that memory with any future experiences I have. So I think that you can continue to be you without necessarily continuing to be human. Yeah, I guess memory part is also important 
because I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, can I just say, I gotta be me. It's gonna be. I gotta me. be me. <laughs> All I know is, if I copied you into a computer, you'd both be like, "Okay, hey, how can we kill the other one?" You'd just be thinking, "It's like, how do we get that rid of that other one?" You just always, you know, you know that whole whole trope. All I know is, <laughs> if I do decide to transfer or put myself into something, I want two of me. Hey, I want maybe possibly even three of me because if I'm if I get to still live on this earth and I can put myself in multiple different things. Uh, I can get a lot of shit done around my house. That's a Homer Simpson thing right there. That's a, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a hey, Simpsons did it, guys. Simpsons, Simpsons did it. it. Simpsons did it, and now I'm going to do it for real. <laughs> <laughs> I just created the next Sarah Connor. I mean, all, all I'm saying is if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Mm, yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know. I'll get into what I want to talk about in the arc part when we get there. I feel like mm. to be human. No, I have another thing. I'm so excited. What? So to be human. Okay, straight up, to be human, you got to have a body. Yeah, we classify so. ourselves as humans. So once we get into a cyborg body, we are no longer humans. We are cyborgs. Yeah. So then we are no <clears throat> longer human. So to be human is to have this this body. I think so. I, and I think that we way, agree on that. That way, dead space is still possible. Those people. Necromorphs. You're so, so desperate to make that work. Just barely. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bring that up too in arc. Necromorphs. Because uh, fleshy sacks makes more sense than robots. I I go along with more of the humanity of the essence of who we are. Where if you got rid of even... And I and I know that's a difference. When you get into that's the species... Different. Human and when humanity. You, when you get into... Yeah, I know. And it is it is actually a little different. It's, it's a divergence. Different. But... Uh, Those divergences, man. Divergence. Divergence. I, I do believe that um, the humanity part is the most important part, not the human part, which is more the uh, biological level. So, Yeah, because realistically, if you think about it, I mean, I know, we know, I think we know now aliens exist, and I know this is a quick little uh, tangent, uh, but as humans, I mean, we're not all that important. Well, yeah, it's an interesting. So, actually, to bring this up, this is something I talk about frequently with a lot of people because I find it interesting. In my mind, as a religious person, that you abs like humans absolutely are relevant. That's kind of in line with the story that's being told, right? Mm -hmm. But if if you identify as atheist, what perplexes me the most about and nothing against atheists, it's just a, a, an interesting logic pattern to me, right? Like if you don't believe in anything. Um, you just think that when you're done, lights are out. It's it's weird to me how many people still think like human centric. Like we might be like the dinosaurs as irrelevant as that and relevant at the same time, like because it still was life on a planet. We're yet to discover anything like it. So it's it's amazing in its own way. But we tend to look at ourselves as being this great. The, you know, the future will continue on because of us and everything we do is going to ruin the future. And it's, it, we talk in terms of like us being the big thing that matters. And it's like, really though, we don't like, even if we do ruin this earth and we die, that's just another extinction on the earth's timeline. Yeah. It'll, it'll still move forward and progress and adapt and do all the things it's done, which we can't predict because who could have predicted life on this planet? Yeah. If we could do that, we could be predicting where else it would be popping up in the universe. And we're starting to like dial in on that. We can start to guess places where we think it might be possible, but we're nowhere near knowing what, like give it three millennia after we destroy the earth or ruin it with atomic bombs. Three millennia later, we still have no idea what's going to come up. Yeah. And it's just odd to me to think if you're that type of person who doesn't believe in, in big picture stuff like that, 
at least out, you know, I sorry, religious stuff is what I should say right there. It's just weird to me to still think like human centric. Yeah. It, 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 may, it makes Carl Sagan's quote even more impressive, by the way, about comparing us to the pale blue dot, because that really is removing your hubris and your ego and understanding that you are a speck of dust in the middle of all of this. And, I, and I'm not saying that you need to believe that way or not, but it's, when you take these different approaches to thought, you just have interesting thoughts that go along with yeah. them. And it's just a fascinating topic for me. And now while, now while I should clarify to the human, to humanity's purpose, it, it we do, we do matter, obviously like we, we exist and we want to prolong our existence and keep humankind going. Cause look, look what we've done in just the last hundred years. is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely uh, trying to not die. Like oh, that yeah, seems to sure. be a huge for driving sure. goal for humans. But <laughs> in, in the, in the, in the galaxy universal aspect, we really are just that tiny thing mm-hmm. that exists way over here. And we don't even know what's all out there. So, uh, while I do think that aliens do exist, uh, we we aren't the only thing that are here. Now, as far as what our interests are, yes, very important that we want to survive and stuff like that. Go. I, with I this was one. just throwing philosophy out. Like, there's really no point to it. It's we, we, just we ways of thinking. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, changing that paradigm. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but no, I I think uh, we definitely want to try and uh, prolong our life and and keep things going to the human interest to the to the human survival and. In the end, if we were if we were down to the choices that were made in Soma, is that good enough? Because now because now we're kind of coming down to what brought us to this. Yeah, and, and why and, this even matters? Because yeah. in this world, like these are the choices. Okay, so there was an impact event, and maybe we should have talked about this earlier. On this, it kind of <laughs> feels weird back here, but it really does lead into the arc and, and what we're going to talk about after and kind so, of the reason why the arc exists. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there is a reason for its existence and my, uh, and I'll get into that in a second, but so, <laughs> so there was an impact uh, event that happened. There was a comet. Uh, it was comet Telios in, in the game lore and it collided with uh, earth, which crashed into the Pacific ocean and basically everything caught on flame. Uh, the smog, the ash, everything uh, made everything dark, made it black. I don't think there necessarily was like an ice age or anything like that, but uh, you couldn't exist. All it would all cause life, an ice age. Yeah, eventually. I don't know Eventu- if it will. Eventually, yeah. eventually, it would for eventually sure. cause an ice age. Uh, but with those fires burning, it's nice and warm. <laughs> Once those fires go it's out, a, then there's no sun, so then yeah. we're freezing our asses off. Um, but yeah, so all all life on on the surface has been extinct. And it, it, it was it was even thought that humpback whales and the giant squid were uh, extinct as well. But uh, they were found in the in throughout the game. You can see a humpback whale at least, and there's oh. a giant squid. And it's, they get thought one of the monsters is a giant squid with the structure yeah. gel. But uh, they eventually some of them, if they get too close to the wow, they get modified. Yeah, because it's gonna put gel in freaking everything. <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta drop them ghost babies. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it is trying to repopulate. Um, so yeah. So anyway, uh, comet comet come down, blew everything up, and Pathos, where where everything, all this is happening, is on the Pathos Two, which is deep underwater, just off the shore of Portugal. I believe Portugal, right? Yeah, it's off the shore of yeah. Portugal, um, and and it's the last known human settlement because this this event that happened on the on the planet, whether there might have been a person living or not, it wiped out all communication. So realistically, if you were alive, you were the last known. But as far as it, as far as it's known, Pathos really is the last of human existence. Which, by the way, is great game design because by not hardlining in that we know as the yeah. third party. 
we know that there's no other life on the planet. You've left room to really explore deeper into this genre and mix in other genres. Like this IP could go so many ways because it really is compelling. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's also more believable to be like, we just don't know what else is out there because communication went down. As That's far as true. we know, we're what's left. What if the next Soma it's, is on land and it's crazy creatures there? <laughs> the way they would do it is Soma 2, it's survival horror, but instead of um, Alloy, you know, in the... Oh, in uh, Event Horizon or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Soma 2, Horizon Zero Dawn. No, it would, it would, it would <laughs> be like that, but going down the horror route. You know? And that would be a really good game. That honestly, mm-hmm. can you imagine being Alloy in a survival horror with that freaking bow? Merkin, uh, yeah, see, that's where I do fine. Because now my crowbar swings. And now Tyson. And now I'm James and I'm just portaling in behind people, whapping them and <laughs> yeah. taking over their spots. <laughs> no, so, and this is why it's a horror because, you know, Alloy... Aloy would be right there. I'd be behind her, take her out, and then horror <laughs> ensues. Just horror. Oh, perfect. There's way For more her. blood than I thought there would be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, um, I actually don't know if I agree with it being a good uh, game mechanic or uh, essentially like a good part of the story. I think it didn't matter one way or another if the world got destroyed or not. I think this this game could still have happened mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways where the WoW could have just disabled uh, communication and taken down all ways to get out, and it still yeah. would have ended the same. Now, I'm not saying that the uh, necessarily impact event's bad, but I think it could have been without it, and it would have added, it would have removed um, one layer of complexity. Yeah, because realistically, if the WoW starts going crazy, you just vacate. You know, it's like, well, let's go back to the surface. Or you nuke it. Yeah, or you nuke it or something. But realistically, that WoW could have could have jacked up so much more stuff, whether they could have left or not. Oh, yeah. Like, eventually, if it wasn't trying to preserve humanity, what was it going to try and do eventually? Which, I mean, it's not a bad thing, though. Yeah. I mean, it's still, like, the impact event, it just, I got thinking about it. Was like, mm-hmm. it, it didn't necessarily need to happen, no. but... It, it really is just kind of backstory of, like, well, why can't I go up to the top? Oh, but, shit, something's going... And that's probably yeah. what they did. They probably filled it in mm-hmm. at the end, towards the end like yeah. that. And imagine playing through, too. Imagine missing some of the logs that you were supposed to get, and realistically, you, you're you still trying to piece together what the hell happened. Oh, yeah, because, Simon, your consciousness is from 100 years previous. So ah, it's before anything has even, like, That's happened. an illusion, though. I, as I was reading into this, you, you've actually only been dead 15 years but it gives you the sense that a hundred years have passed intentionally. They want you to think that, but it's not factually true. I don't know about that. I'm going to call Shag a liar. Well, are you talking about because the guy, after he got his brain scan, survived for another 50 years or whatever? Yeah, like the dude passing away doesn't happen until 15 years before that you yep. get woken up. Which is, still doesn't matter. I mean, I the, the copy, I think, is when it kind of matters because for him... the. When he gets put into the robotic body and comes to alive, uh, it's been a hundred years. It's just another mystery to solve, is all I'm saying. Yeah, it is a mystery. Yeah, it definitely still, is. Like, still yeah, put yourself I in that situation, you. and 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 all, all I'm trying to say is put yourself in that situation. You just got woke up. You have no idea what happened on the surface, and you still got it. You're trying to figure that out from. Excuse me, a little burp. Uh, you're trying to figure that out from black box recordings that you can find, you know? So yeah. it's, it, it really is kind of crazy in that, but I really don't, it, I don't think it needed to happen. I think it definitely affected it's, how the story played out and what you were trying to do in the end, but it still could have like the wow was going to get corrupt. The wow was going to start injecting shit and it was going to start doing something. Yep. It was going to, and it could have even taken over all of humanity with all the monsters mm-hmm. it created. 
Yeah. Because well, that's game... how the arc initially got created was the WoW corrupted a machine, called it the Vivarium, and uh, it was an artificial reality. That's what Catherine Chun used as the arc's foundation, I guess, was yeah, finding framework, that. Yeah, essentially. And was like, oh, huh. I can build it off of this in the midst of dealing with this crazy shit and trying to figure out how to survive or keep humanity alive because of the event that happened up there. They wanted a place to save humanity, and so the Ark was their, was their answer or their solution in this case. Yeah, and it's interesting because the Ark is kind of the game's upside, so we're going to let James talk about it because he understands it. But there is kind of a... I'm the master of this subject. Yeah, there's a oh, sunshine yeah, and rainbow side to this that we've intentionally ignored up till this yeah. point. James, <laughs> James is Zool, so imagine Zool this. and Everyone, I am the gatekeeper. Everyone, just close your eyes. Imagine this. Oh, this you wake up, Zabrowski intro. Exactly. You wake up in Get this world naked after being downloaded. You're naked <laughs> inside of Dead Space Three. No, at the God. end. Oh, that's the best way I'd want to be naked in Dead Space Three. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> did not exactly so my world. That. <laughs> no, just imagine like your paradise awaits. Whoa. No, they and just you're running around Raiden flipping with your hands over your junk away from necromorphs. It's a virtual world. All they have to have is the. <laughs> it could be really messed up. They just have a copy of Dead Space down there. They play, and then it accidentally gets copied into the game, and you just get uploaded into that. And you're like, "Well, I always have to play through the single player game to exist, and it I'm screwed." It's basically it Total Recall. It can manipulate <laughs> flesh to some extent. So realistically, the WoW could make necromorphs. Can you imagine it finding Dead Space? It's like, oh, humanity in a different way. Just put some scythes together, and it's just oh, these gosh. freaking it mechanical yeah. necrom mechanical necromorphs. That's where they we came need from. a new game. No, <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, obviously, you're in a simulation, and so it's even easier than that. You don't even like it's literally a GPU loading in assets, right, along with you know some AI. Yeah, and so that's why I kind of like it's not the whole thing of the arc. You guys kind of explained the arc, but I'm like ah, that'd be such a scary part if the arc was created. And you're trusting one person that put it together, essentially, to not make them God in it, to not make them oh, the that's, person that's going to survive, to not give, you know, to give them, yeah. you know, maybe there's even damage to where it will delete your conscience out. Because I'm assuming, like, I, I don't know how complex the simulation is. And I think that's where it gets really hairy for me, where I wouldn't want to be copied over into a system like this, potentially, last minute. Yeah, because what if what? Catherine Chun made it so she was God in that and really limited what your, you know, your unique ID could do? It's like, these guys are this ID and I'm the admin, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it really is scary. Now, the end of the game does kind of show you walking up to Catherine, and it seems like you're more buddy-buddy with her, so... Yeah, because the way they... And the way they make it is... Uh, so, their solution to the arc in the end is to make this computer and take the brain scans of all the employees and make this artificial reality that the WoW created initially, put their scans into that artificial reality, send it up to space where it could get solar rays and live forever, and that was the last bit of humanity. And so their like the civilization... The purpose of the yeah, so. was to have a way to preserve humanity yeah. and its meaning. That's what yep. it meant to Catherine, at least. Yeah, at least... 
and I was going to go somewhere with that, but now I, I completely forgot yeah. where I was headed. Well, it with ties that into that. Our, I need to explain it ties into what, what is being was. human because one of the things that's interesting about that is like what is going to be found. Who knows how long later? Yeah, is a copy. A, it's a it's a virtual environment. Those whoever finds it may not know the difference between it being like a really high effects video game. Yeah. Or what it was meant to be, which is like a preservation of human knowledge up to that point. Yeah. They're like, what is this? The Truman Show version two? And, oh, and I dull. honestly feel like <laughs> then they just break the damn thing. And my personal take on it is that they were actually disillusioned with this theory because what you leave behind is not humanity. I don't think that even a bit. So I yeah. think I think while she believed it and the people that supported that project believed in it, to me it's a very misguided oh. approach. Yeah, sorry. So that um so that's where I was going. I just kind of wanted to wrap up why they needed it is so the 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 earth crashing event happened. They were stuck. They were going to die eventually. They're dealing with the wow. They needed a way to survive uh, and have humanity survive because mm-hmm. again, they're the last they think they're all that's left and what they can preserve. And who knows what they put in the ark, you know? It's it's a big box. Maybe there's a hard drive in there completely full of everything they had access to, a giant library of human knowledge mocking I hit, the, I hit the thing. <laughs> I've kept it up the whole podcast. I'm keeping it up, damn it. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so that's what the Ark is, and so that's why people were killing themselves, and they wanted to go live in this artificial reality that Catherine Chun created. And in the end, what uh, uh, where it came down to is they needed to go to the space gun, which existed in this, which was, a, I guess, in this universe, a way to get things into space, cheaper yeah. way to it's get like things into system. space. Yeah, they're like, why use fuel when we can just electromagnetic thrust you into outside space. In theory, uh, I think there's experiments going on to do this type of stuff. It's very hard, but... It's um, an old concept, too. You see it in a lot of old Gundam anime and stuff like that. Um, So the concept's been around for a while. Mm -hmm. And so that's how they're going to get it up there. And in the end, why you need to do it is because they they got to a point where they decided if it was even going to survive up there. Is it going to survive the blast? Like, is it even worth throwing it up into the up into space because it does yeah. need that solar ray to continue working. And so uh, ca- that's how Catherine Chun dies is uh, in that effort to launch it. One of her, one of the people ends up whacking her with a wrench on accident, air quotes, accident. Uh, Cause that's usually what I do when I get in an argument. It's like whack people. Well, in a high stress environment, like down there and they've been there for a few months. <laughs> yeah. And, for a while. And you get, so, and if you've been already there and you haven't been decommissioned off onto the, into Portugal or something like that, you're going to go yeah. into some weird uh, cognitive issues because... Well, and the mind space too. Yeah. That's humanity. In their mind, that is the last of humanity. So if they F it up, they just F'd up. He just F'd yeah. up his own life. I'm you not going to let existence. you ruin this, Catherine. Yeah. But <laughs> <Wham. laughs> if... I would, I would actually say, so if we could be in the simulation right now, you know, according oh, to... <laughs> it's the most Musk. statistically probable solution, actually. I, that doesn't mean it's I, right. I think but when you use statistics, yeah. that is the most plausible solution. <laughs> I I've, disagree. Al- I've always wanted to be a battery. No, no, no. That's that's a that's actually a point, like a point in fact. It doesn't mean that that's the one that scientists think is the predominating theory. It just means when you apply the laws of statistics, statistically, that's the most probable of the things that we have currently considered statistically that doesn't mean that anyone puts any stock in it you know what i mean like there's plenty plenty of scientists have said like i mean and they they say exactly what i said they go statistically that's right 
that's not what I think is right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those things that works on paper, but in reality, it's like, yeah, no, it just feels like something is missing hard. is what I feel like. Kind of, no one really says it, but that's kind of the vibe you get from everyone is like, yeah. it, there's needs to be more to the theory before they're going to put a lot of stock into it. Yeah. I do disagree on the statistics on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, two so is two equals nine, re- damn it. In all reality, <laughs> If if the simulation's good enough, that's humanity. That's even a human. Because technically, we're just we could. If we're in a simulation, we look like we're blood bags. If we're in a simulation, you're right. If we're not in a simulation, you couldn't be more wrong. Agreed, and we don't know. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So statistically, James they're humans, is right? Yeah, but what you know? How do we know? Maybe a meteor, a meteor hit, and uh, luckily we were able to have our brain scan uploaded because again that's not even all of humanity it's just whoever had brain scans at is the that time. what happened when i de- went to the dentist a month ago here's yes it th- is. i was wondering why they were hooking up me up to like some headgear <laughs> and all that jazz yeah you were you're getting too close to breaking free from the matrix my dear <laughs> why, why do i need something at the nape of my neck don't worry about it no here's something crazy to think about right what if the that thing that too. this game is doing <laughs> is the simulation that was originally put up after the first one but somehow when we were programming programming it, we programmed it to repeat itself because exactly the way things would have gone. So, like, this could be, like, the 19th simulation where the copies keep copying themselves deeper into the simulation. Oh, gosh. It gets all, like, Inception, Inception. style. <laughs> <laughs> now time's really going slow. I, uh, I hate to piss off all our listeners, but, like, I genuinely have a lot of fun running circles like this about different thoughts. Ugh. Yeah, it is such a crazy thing that, to, to even think about, to wrap your head around, and then if you really want to drive yourself crazy, are you in a simulation? Think about that after the podcast. Let that run, rummage around through your smooth brain. and uh, Find the discussion area of this podcast oh, on yeah. our website. Yeah, check it out there. It'll be in the notes. Think. Upload are your consciousnesses in into the discussion. We have an upload feature yeah. there for and, you. And if you're, one, if you're one of the ones that think you are because you had an experience, what was the experience? <laughs> I want to know why you think I am a robot. <laughs> uh, no, this has been such a fun podcast. Uh, yeah, and it's so pr- thought-provoking. I love this game. Really fun. Really fun playthrough. I'm glad we kind of all, all played it together because I never would have played through it successfully through my yeah. through by myself. It's one that you could even enjoy do, watching a walkthrough, but if you, for me, I need to have that experience. That's why I don't watch sports as much as play games like even esports, I'd rather be playing the game, experiencing it myself. But I do like to watch other people experience, it, especially after I've experienced it once. Yeah. So, and it was helpful too because we get lost, and James would be like, "Try going through there. Try touching that thing." <laughs> and it's like, nice. It's like because I'd be, t- I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. Like you get a controller after somebody's been playing for a couple hours, you forget what the hell even everything does. All right, hold on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was even like that because I played it on the PC. And so I'm like, I'm like, sweet. All right, I kind of know where I'm going. <laughs> so, um, any last thoughts before we get into what you kind of like, what you would rate it, or what where it lies in your uh, life? Yeah, uh, my last thoughts are: you guys aren't real. I am now aware that I've been sitting in an empty cement room with a headset on <laughs> experiencing my life as a virtual reality experience. And you guys are real a-holes for letting me believe that I'm really a part of this podcast. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a tiny part of my CPU that's going on because right now I'm a mockingbird patrolling the halls, uh, doing all sorts of gnarly shit. And it, this Chase, is just, this is just a little so part of my speak. consciousness that's like, 
this is the only way you'll survive is if you believe. Yeah. <laughs> Clap your hands guys. if you believe. I'm Catherine, bitches. Uh, oh, <laughs> shit! Hey, don't Delete. leave. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. You said I'm a pocket girlfriend, you assholes. <laughs> uh, but no, I'd, I'd recommend at least watching it, getting the getting the breakdown of the story, understanding what's kind of there, because the story itself is so incredible. Uh, and if you do not like these types of games, uh, you kind of do yourself a disservice with this one in particular, because that story is so just crazy. It's just, it's nice to think about things yeah. sometimes. It's thought-provoking. It really gets you in. And then again, final question, are we in a simulator? <laughs> uh, and lastly, like, just as my, my thoughts about it as a game, I honestly feel like it would have done just as good as, like, a YouTube video. So as a game, get out. Eh. But as an experience, absolutely. Like, super glad I played it, really worth it, and hella fun to sit down and talk about it. Because these are the types of conversations people will roll their eyes and tune out. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, and for me, like, I think it's uh, a must if you like the survival horror, like Amnesia or um, Last Outlast. Oh, yeah, Outlast. Oh, so scary. If you like those types of games, you're going to love this one. If you like even a sci-fi uh, kind of mind F, you're going to like this one. Um... Once again, I do, and I disagree with Chris. I think this the only way to ex- truly experience this game is to actually play it. I think if it was in any other medium, um, it wouldn't be quite as good. You got to play it in VR with a haptic suit. VR would be with, a whole different ballgame. With um, moving sphincters around all of your limbs. I don't think it's in VR. Because really, like, the, <laughs> the mechanics of this game are your operating levers and pushing buttons. So, like, VR, it would totally translate. If, if, this, if there is a VR version of this game, I recommend VR, playing though. it. You'd have to be on a treadmill because I'd have to be able to run. They make those, they make those as fast as I slick can. pads that imitate. Now, I'll hold my own They're damn pipe. I'll hold They're my own pipe, and then I'll smash the damn thing that I'm in. Okay, <laughs> so you can obviously tell that we love this game. We love talking about this game. We're very passionate. We're going to end this on a passionate note. This has been an awesome podcast. Thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or anywhere else you can uh, listen to podcasts, uh, check out our website at gamesrevealed.com. And I am James. I'm Tyson. And I'm Shagwa. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. You tired of your brain not working? You tired of having a hard time in life? Come and upload your brain at Brains RS. We come on down, you upload your brain, you get yourself a metal body, you ain't got to worry about that hip no more, Margaret. You come on down to Brains RS. Are you tired of existing? <laughs> In a physical state? (laughs) Four. (laughs) Okay. Hey, everyone. This is James here. Just here to promote some awesome merch. You can check out one of our best items, which is the bunny bitten hat, at shop.bunnystrike.com. Or you can uh, find a link on our website at gamesrevealed.com. You can also check out quizzes, articles, and additional podcasts there. And you can also add to the discussion. So if you have something to add about, the, let's say, the podcast, whether you liked it, didn't like it, or what your thoughts on the game are, please go there and just make a comment. We love, definitely love positive feedback, but if you have some constructive f- feedback, please leave it. Uh, you can find links also in the description of the podcast. So what are you waiting for? Get going to one of the best up-and-coming websites that has new features every week. Okay, catch you guys later.